rappers and music producers, you are listening to the Curtis King Podcast. Rappers and music producers, we've been talking about mental health for the last almost five years. When I first started my YouTube journey, this was a very important topic to me. And what I felt like in hip hop was occurring was that we kept talking about it, but we weren't actually talking about solutions or action plans and things that can be done. And so without any without any any experience, I embarked on my journey. I took a lot of the lessons I learned from from the Tony Robbins, the Jim Rome's, the the Les Browns and people who helped me through my own, you know, mental health journey. And it attracted many different people who understood that my channel was more than just just tutorials and producer, you know, advice and rapper advice. And so I believe that that is a, a, a result or the result of that is the Curtis King TV community and seeing how healthy that is. So it's no surprise when I received an email <laughs> from uh, 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 a certain individual that is joining us today, a special, special guest that is actually a member within the community, soon yes, to sir. be coach. Um, so, Anaje, or, or better known as Oh So Smart Productions, you sent me an email. And yeah, what did man. you say? What did you say in this email? You know, first and foremost, welcome to the, to the Curtis King podcast. But so um, glad to be here. Like, excited, Curtis. Like, I, I felt like I knew you from. Go, this goes right into the email from your first question. Like, yeah. I felt like I knew you like through the camera, basically, because right. your personality, you you are you're authentic. You actually bring your your, your true self into your work, right. and it shows. Like, it shows your passion, and that's why. Was it like three hundred now? We had three hundred about, about three hundred and twenty at the recording of this. <laughs> like, it shows. Like when you yeah. you're being authentic, you're being real, and you're sure. um you're you're trying to put your best foot forward, and you're trying to build something special. Mm-hmm. It just happened. So with that being said, I sent the email. I saw that you were doing this. I was following your videos for like a little while. Um, you know that you, you you look at YouTube, you you see all types of people doing all types of things right. um, with tutorials. There's a billion of them. Like you can go through your whole day wasting your time on stuff. Right. Um, but there was something about the way you broke stuff down um, and the way like you you were speaking to your audience in particular rapper music producers you know it was straight right. to the point it was like look i'm talking to you right, <laughs> like i'm right. not i'm not trying to like talk to anyone else it's like you knew who your audience was you were specific about it. and then once you narrowed down your audience it seemed like you really cared about us absolutely um, so you sent me an email and 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 you told me about so there was a few things that you said initially and i i want you to lead the way there because I, they need to hear from you and they need to get used to hearing from you, especially because you're going to be a very important voice in this community because of your daytime profession. You are a right. producer. That, that's 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 in your name. The also smart productions. Um, but what is it that you do by day when you're not in front of a keyboard? Well, as my uh, T-shirt says, <laughs> <laughs> it's a, for, for those for those that are not that are not watching the videos, his, his right. T-shirt says um, black therapists are dope. So Black yes, we are. So, speaking, uh, so what is your your actual like professional title? Because we could say right. therapist, we could say mental health therapist, but what is the actual title that that? Uh, so yeah, I'll break it down like real clear. So I'm a, an associate marriage and family therapist. So basically, that means is I have my master's degree in uh, marriage and family therapy, okay. uh, and I have my bachelor's degree in psychology. 
Um, I specifically went into marriage and family therapy because of the way that I see uh, things breaking down. Uh, we talked about it a little bit in the right. email, generational trauma, mm -hmm. talking about certain things like that. I, I see it through the lens of like, no individual is actually just an individual. Right. They all have a history. They all have a family. They all have a backstory that leads them to act, behave certain ways that they do, you know, the nature and the nurture of it all. Right. Um, we can break down that a little bit more later, but like, that's basically where I was coming from. Like, and then, um, as a, as a black therapist, um, in the Bay area, it's really important for me because, uh, a lot of people, a lot of folks in general have, mm -hmm. um, issues with anxiety and other mental health. Um, I'm raising my just, hand by the way. <laughs> I'm raising there you my go. Hand. <laughs> hey, look, right here too. That's yeah, the other okay. thing. Like other okay. people don't understand, like. I'm not Superman just because I like the education. That's that's the biggest thing I want to break down. Yeah, because that was gonna be my next question: is that are you know, is it a situation in which you know so much that you're able to outsmart even your own your, <laughs> your, your, your own techniques that you would use on, on, on somebody, <laughs> or or is it something to where you know it, it's 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 so embedded in you that you already know what's around the corner, so it's hard for you to kind of. How does that work? You know, how do you kind of how do you use the these these? The, I feel like y'all are superheroes. Therapists are superheroes. <laughs> I'm gonna just say you're I a superhero. I appreciate it, right? But, but yeah, we but, got our kryptonite too. Okay, <laughs> That's all okay, I'm saying. Okay, absolutely, absolutely. So, so how does that work in terms of just really briefly? How does it work when you are dealing with your own? Because I'm sure that being exposed to so much of other people's trauma. And especially because I, I mean, I, I've just spoken to you on the phone. I spoke to you right now and I can see the 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 sincerity. I can hear the sincerity in your voice. And I know that, you know, a part of that process is sympathizing, empathizing and, and being able to try to feel the kind of things like there's certain words that people use that I'm sure hold different weight than other words that they use. And so you have to almost feel what that feels like. Mm -hmm. um, how do you draw that balance and, and, and how do you still keep your own self intact? Uh, it's really important. Um, one of the main things, what you're talking about, like the technical term for it, um, just get some psycho ad sure, in here, might as sure. well, right? Um, it's called transference, basically, countertransference. It's basically uh, me absorbing, the way I look at it, absorbing the energy, taking on whatever uh, energy you brought into the room. So if like I'm dealing with someone, and it happens, it's just, it's just a natural part of being empathetic, being a human being right. and actually like sitting with someone face to face and, and trying to see what's good through what they're going through. Right. So if I'm sitting with someone who's like deeply in depression, right? Like they're like, you can see it in the way they're just the manner of body language, the physiology, all that stuff is, is like, right. while they're talking to me and they're saying all that. And I'm like, man, I'm feeling it because I'm, I'm like literally taking it in. I'm seeing them face to face. And I'm like, I, I can see why you're feeling that way based on right. your situation and what you're going through and everything else like that. So right. from that perspective, I'm able to um, empathize with them and that leads me to um, breakthroughs within the work and it leads me to actually uh, break off some of the patterns that might be having them stuck in that situation. At the same time, I do take that on. So for me, it's important to do self-care. Um, I do basically resets and I'm not perfect at it. That's the, the thing I got to stress is what like, is, what does a reset look like? So for me, resets, and it's going to look different for everyone. Uh, I, I, like I teach this to my clients. It's like a reset basically is, um, it's completing your stress, your stress cycle, basically. Right. So everybody has a stress cycle. Like we, most people who have a job or something that they have 
some responsibility and it's stressful no matter what. Like, even if you love your job, you're producer, it's whatever. Right, you right. still got something where it's like, man, this one part stressed me out or like, Oh, I got to do the marketing for the part. Like, I don't like doing the marketing. I like doing yeah. the, you know, producing part, right. whatever it is. It's like, everybody's got a stressor. So you have to complete that cycle of stress before you go into other interactions with other people okay. or other like phases of your life. So if I come in as Onaje, the therapist, and I'm playing, you know, the piano, I'm just, I'm going to be playing like, I'm going to be playing like, mm. Right. I, I'm depressed. <laughs> like, what? I just, I just came from like someone who's just right. bringing me. Down. I need to do a research. So for me, it's meditation. For okay. me, it's meditation. It's stretching. It's doing certain things like that at the beginning or the end of the day. Mm. I try to do it both times, but you know, I slip up. Um, beginning at the end of the day and kind of just resets my mind. The other thing I do is like um, taking a walk before I like enter into my crib to my space. Like, because sure. I have, um, I live with my partner. And she and I have a great relationship, but it's based, she's the therapist as well. But, but okay. it's because, you know, we know these tricks about ourselves. Like, yes. we're like, look, <laughs> look, when we get off from work, like, we, we could talk about certain things, but we got to make sure that we're in the right space. We even right say, like, I had a whole, tough yeah. client. Like, oh, man, you won't believe what this client did. I got to, right. I got to, you know, I need my space or I need to do whatever it is to, to reset. And that's right. what it is. Because if we transfer all that energy that we're getting from, work from clients or whatever it is right. you're kind of messing up the other parts of yourself so the producer part can't truly flourish because you already got it tainted with the the worker part the the day right. job part you know what i mean and so that leads me to the next question it, mm -hmm. you know how does this all play in terms of balancing both worlds it seemed like i mean polar opposites in that you you are <laughs> you, you know you, you're there and you're listening and, 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 and consulting and giving advice to couples that, that are that have dealt with their own personal trauma and they've come together and, you know, joined forces to try to figure this thing on out. H you know, how how did production get into the fold? Because we definitely want to talk about your history as a therapist and what led you into that. But, right. um, you know, how, why 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 music production? Honestly, man, uh, music has been a part of my life from jump. Shout out to Lauren. It's my girl up there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I got Erica over there, but I ain't about to switch up the angles. Okay, like, you good, you good, you good. Lauren Hill and Erica Bada, you can't go wrong with that. I, I get a little sneak peek of my Erica. She beautiful. She's so sexy. Look at that. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I don't 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 let my wife know I said yes. I I don't I don't see nothing. I become, I become Stevie Wonder to everything because yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't hear. I didn't see. I didn't hear nothing. But yeah, no, they're they're very very kind souls. That's how I feel about Sade. Um, but um, yeah, yeah, right. So, so you had a passion. Always had a passion for music. Always um, did. And, um, and and so how does that? How do how do you strike the balance between your day profession and 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 also the music? Because I think I think a lot of people can hear your passion you're passionate about being a therapist but also too they can hear that you have pat you have the passion for the music some people you know playing devil's advocate would say well how can you have multiple passions some people have been brought up to believe you can only have one passion how do you strike the balance and, and what is your opinion of the having multiple passions 
Well, it's, it's so interesting you say that. It, it, I can relate it, um, breaking it down from a, a therapist's perspective, too. Okay. So there's a, a philosophy called uh, IFS, which is basically internal family systems. Basically, it's a, a guy named Dick Schwartz who came up with this philosophy and is breaking down basically the psyche into parts, basically. So okay. it's a lot more complicated, but basically we're multifaceted people. We don't have just one part of ourselves. Like if I'm just like, Oh, I'm a therapist. That's it. That's all I am. It's like, I'm <laughs> lying to, I'm lying to myself. Like if that's all, all right. I am, then maybe I haven't done enough exploring to see who, you know, other parts of myself that need, that need some attention. So right. I think everyone needs to, um, and that's, that's the life journey part. Like finding out what parts of yourself speak to your soul, basically, right. you know what I mean? Helping people is just like naturally, whatever I was going to do in this world, I was going to help you. Absolutely. It's going to happen. It just happened to be like, I can communicate well. I'm very personable, like when in person. On the phone, I suck. <laughs> but in person. <laughs> that's some of that kryptonite you were talking about earlier, some of that kryptonite there. <laughs> it's, yeah, that's, you you didn't sound like that to me. When I talked to you on the phone, you know, I, I, I don't think you realize. You know, because because we were both excited. We were both excited at the fact that we was having a phone call. Right. But I don't think you realize I was in the middle of the mall out here. And um, I told my wife, I said, yo, we got to chill. We got to stop. We got to sit down in the food court. We was eating some food. And I was like, I got to talk to this brother. I got to I have to uh, I have to pick his brain because, you know, this has been something that mental health has been something that I have tried to sort of put the vitamin inside of a brownie. And when I say that analogy, even for those that are, don't understand what I'm saying is that I'm putting a little bit of not even a little bit, a lot of bit of what you need surrounded by something that you think that you want. You want the funny Curtis King videos. You want the videos right. where I'm relatable and I'm, and I'm having fun. I'm smiling. But in the middle of that, there's always some vitamins. There's always some nutrients that you need to actually grow. And mm. I knew that I had to package it up that way because had I came on and I said, you know, Hi, I'm Curtis King and I'm the I'm 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 you know, my videos are going to focus on mental health. Like a lot of y'all would have turned me off because I didn't know what, what I was talking about, first of all. And second of all, I was still working through my own sort of issues. But um, I, I, th I think it's interesting that you talk about not even just the possibility of having multiple passions, but the necessity of it. Necessity. Because I go. talk to producers all the time and I'm there asking them, I say, what else are you into outside of music? Because it can't be healthy to only focus on this because what happens when this goes downhill? So what, you know, do you feel like it can actually be a detriment to music producers who don't have sort of other hobbies? I think so. I think it's just, um, it's a detriment to anyone to just be like tunnel vision, just like, shh. Right. Like if this is all you, this is all you looking at right now. Like you got to widen up your scope, even if it's just like being exposed to different things. Right. That's the thing I tell, like, um, uh, like if I'm telling uh, a parent who's uh, having problems with their child, I'm like expanding their ex uh, perspective on things can just mm -hmm. open up different possibilities, different ways of thinking, even if they don't follow through. That's why when my mom and dad put me through, you know, trying to play the piano while I was younger. Right. Was it sticking? No, but now, man, I'm pretty damn good. <laughs> right, 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 that right. Thing with, like, I don't know where my drumsticks at, but like, I'm, I'm nasty on the drums oh, too both. now. See, see, back to the back, back to the superhero <laughs> comments. That's what I'm back to now. Oh, now, now, I can show you a little something. You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. We with it. We with it. Um, <laughs> and and that's what I'm saying. I think that 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 is something that that a lot of producers need to hear. They need to know that it's okay to leave 
their cubby holes. It's okay it is, to, to leave the studios. Now, being around both, you know, uh, being in the field that you're in by day mm-hmm. and then also being within the music business, um, why do you, I mean, what is your opinion in terms of artists or not even artists, producers that are, um, they're not the most social beings. Why do you think that is? Because it's got to be more than the fact that we're sitting in studios. I mean, we're all human beings. Why do you think that the the world of production produces so many people that are um, that are not, you know, outgoing and whatnot? Why, why do you think that is? I think, unfortunately, it goes back to really the whole theme of the conversation. I think uh, solitude is rewarded mm-hmm. in the industry. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, the grind mentality to like, oh, I'm in the studio. Like it's a prideful yeah. thing. It's like I'm in, I'm in the studio all day. I don't got time. I don't, I don't got time. Like I sleep. Right. Right. I sleep when I die. Like you know, <laughs> probably, that's not like a t-shirt right now that somebody has right now. Like I sleep when I die. <laughs> like that's how it is. But like it's, it's uh-huh. a sense of pride. Like the grind mentality. Like oh, what you, what you doing? You're not, you ain't putting out no, no what you ain't put out. Right. Right. It's you almost like, feel a certain amount of guilt for not yeah, doing that. Right. 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 And it's. It, that kind of leads you to not even want to open up your scope where um, widen your your expectations or, or experiences rather, right. because you're just like, All right, I got to just, you know, focus on that. And that's where it's get, it gets unhealthy. Like other, even if you talk to anybody else who has like from like LeBron to Kevin Hart to anybody else, like they have different things that they do mm-hmm. to relieve their stress or take care of themselves and different passions. Like, it can't just be all jokes for uh, for Kevin Hart like all day. If he's funny all the time, then he's never funny yeah. for real. You know right, what I mean? If right. you if you if you're always playing music, if you're like always there. Then it's like where 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 is the personality in you? Like, are you just like a radio? That's wow. all. That's all you would be then. You know what Literally. I'm saying? Like, we can't Literally. think of you. You're not a radio. All all what all of what you're saying is is what I feel that. I've tried my best to express that you need to get outside. I mean, if if for nothing else, just be, just for the nutrients that you need for your mood and from the sunlight and, Sun, and getting the yes, vitamin D yes. and being able to, like you wonder why your mood is is in such a dark place. Yes, well, you produce in a dark place for six mm-hmm. and seven hours on end. Uh, I'm I'm interested in knowing from from a, a, a therapist point of view. So we 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 want the therapist hat at this point. Okay, what does solitude <laughs> do? to a human being uh after long long periods of time like that because we spend Honestly, about 12 hours it's not long eight to ten hours making a beat what does that do to human beings it's um it's not the healthiest thing um solitude in general is not a good thing uh we are social creatures by just by nature we, we like to interact uh we like our space to ourselves for those who are introverted but that's a, a recharge to get your thoughts and your things calculated mm-hmm. um when you're in the zone. And we've all been there, like in the zone. I, I think you've even talked about it before where it's like, you have to remind yourself to eat and do stuff like that. Right. That's where it can literally get unhealthy because your mind's so focused and checked in on like, all right, let me, let me, let me get these, let me get these cords, right. Let me, let me make sure the 808's hitting right. Like all that, right. like you're making sure that everything's perfect, but you're not also focusing on your internal other parts of yourself. Basically like right. you're, we were talking about it before, mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. So your spirit's getting charged up by the passion that you're putting into your work, but your body's deteriorating because you're not giving the nutrients. Mm-hmm. So as your spirit, it's like, it's like the will of a fighter. Like if I was in a starved in a cage for 30 days, right? Mm-hmm. If I had the will of Muhammad Ali, I'll come out swinging, but I'm going to be swinging weak and somebody's going to knock me out. My right. will is there. The spirit, the passion is there. 
but physically you can't even do what you, you can't be at your best level sure. because you're not feeding yourself. You're not actually putting the bot, uh, nutrients into your body. And the same thing goes for your mind. Mm -hmm. So you were talking about, uh, I know you said this in one of your videos, I'm not sure which one, but um, what you feed your mental. Like if you're, all you're consuming is like, no shade to Maury, but if all you, all you watch is Maury Maury videos, Maury, no, a lot, <laughs> you're not going to say it. I'm going to say it. a lot of shade to Maury. Maury <laughs> you know, Maury is a smart man or whoever's behind that, but he found one episode and was like, oh, y'all like that? How about we do this for the next 20 years? It just ran with it, right? It just ran like every, he, he used to have like text at the bottom to show you what the episode was about. Nope. You know what this show's about. They ran that thing into the ground. Like, they literally became the in and out of TV shows, of, 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 of daytime TV shows. Only got three things on the, on the menu. They got one thing on the menu. But, uh, yeah, no, all shades of that because it that that is – and I feel like – I mean, I've heard it before like that – poison. It's poison because this is why people watch this. They watch it because they want to see somebody that has it worse than them. They want to see somebody that – Oh, good point. Right. Good. Did you want to expand upon that? Because I'm sure that you have a lot more valuable gems than I do I, on this. I got you. I'm about to just – Oh, no, no. Go ahead and get your water. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> but but I think a lot of us do that even if it's not a conscious decision. It's not because we're malicious people. But, you know, when you're in a dark place – it helps to 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 see to see someone else that's having it even worse than you because it it almost makes you like kind of bite your tongue and be like oh maybe I shouldn't be talking about my situation or you like I ain't got it that bad and you used to cut you know you kind of feel this different type of sympathy because of that yeah I remember reading one time and um what book was this it might have been um it was a book about failure. Uh, and and uh, by John C. Maxwell. And basically he was talking about how there was a fictional story of somebody who was basically super, super clinically depressed because they had a breakup. They were in the house. They had all the windows closed. They had, it was not a light in sight. And mm. somebody came and said, you need to go for a walk because this is unhealthy. And they didn't want to do it. And they finally got up, dragged, took a walk. And they started walking down the street, past some train tracks. And they saw somebody that was out there on the train tracks. And um, they, they, they forgot they were depressed when they were helping someone else. And mm -hmm. so that was really the bigger, the moral story, moral of the story is that if you are in a dark place, there are benefits to to putting yourself at the service of others. Um, one thing I keep quoting from Tony Robbins is the six six needs of human beings, the need for uncertainty, the need for certainty, the need for significance, the need for love and affection. But the two spiritual needs are growth and contribution. And mm -hmm. so sharing everything that you have shared, you know, at, at this point, I'm like, I cannot wait to start doing these uh, mental health Mondays, because yes. if it's not if nobody else is going to be in there, <laughs> Curtis putting his hand up. I'm about to be in there asking you questions right. because, you know, we we appreciate your presence here because it. it, it it is something very unique that you bring to the community. And we also definitely want to get into your music as well. Um, but, but let's actually talk about that. How has your daytime profession affected your music? It's been a, it's been a journey. Like, honestly, uh, I think when I got into the profession of, of therapy, uh, I might have fallen into that same category of thinking uh, maybe this is it. Like, I'm, I'm one-track minded. Let me just, you know, focus on this and, and get as many uh, – clients as possible and as as i'm i'm getting all these clients it's, it's very um demanding work it's very uh rewarding work mm -hmm. but i'm starting to feel like man i'm not feel i'm not feeding my spirit part my, my passion and it starts to come up and i i can see it within my work like oh, i'm not as 
uh, I'm not as energetic with uh, some of my clients because like how I'm talking right now, this is how I am in therapy. Right. To be right. Honest. Oh, really? I think that's even more encouraging. And if that's you, exactly you, what you're not like, putting your therapist voice on. Like, so why do you? I'm, feel I'm, that not, I'm not like so. How do you, how do you think? Because you, <laughs> you know what? I'll be honest with you. I, I feel like I feel like speaking. That's not me. <laughs> I feel like speaking specifically, you know, to 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 our folks, right? You know, and 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 obviously in Curtis King community, community, we got everybody in here. But for those that know, you know, Curtis King is still black at the end of the day. And my right. folks, when I say my folks, <laughs> is what I'm talking about. But you know, when it comes to 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 us we have such a stigma and really maybe it's not just relegated just to us, but we have people have such a stigma about what therapy is and how it's not a necessity and how you should just be able to walk right. it off and all those old mantras and cliches of, you yeah, know, uh, you need to go in there and talk to somebody. Um, why do you think that our culture has picked that, that sort of uh, narrative up when it comes to the, the, the topic of, of therapy? I think it's um, it's always been seen as weakness, you know, like as a people going through slavery, segregation, Jim Crow, like redlining, oh, not everything that you could think of right. up to now. It's like. The one thing we had was a sense of pride, of resilience, like, mm-hmm. oh, we don't need that. We still made it like, ah, right. you did that. We still made it. You did that. We still made it. And then. For some reason, it got seen, therapy at least, has, has been seen as like weak-minded, as if like you've, you're giving something up, like, you're like oh, you, you clearly have lost your way. When really, I look at it as you finding more about who you are and your dynamics within society, within your family, within your own self. Like, that's really it is. Like, you're breaking it all down and you're realizing like, Yo, some of the stuff that you've gone through wasn't your fault. Like some of the things that, that have been afflicted upon you has resulted in the way that you think. But you right. can change your thinking, but but understanding where that came from can be healing. Like, you know, like if you think you're tripping all the time, like somebody smacks you in the face every day. Right. Right? Every day. You just get smacked. Right. And then somebody comes up to you like, yo, um, you know you. That's not normal, right? right. <laughs> you like, no, 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 no. It is normal. It is normal. It's, it's normal to me, yeah. <laughs> it's to me every day. That's, that's kind of what it is. It's like we get accustomed to these negative patterns of behavior and, right. and even accepting negative patterns of behavior. Or even wear them as a badge of honor, I would say, too, right? Right, right. Oh, wow. and, then, and then when it gets challenged, it's like, you know, there's a lot of pushback. Right. So that's, that's kind of like what it is with therapy. It's like an overarching change of your mind by exploring your pain, basically like we've been getting slapped for so long. It's like, we're just like, I could take it instead of saying like, man, maybe I shouldn't accept the fact that I'm getting slapped. Right. Right. And, 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 and I definitely know what that, that, that moment is when you look up and you say, you know what, this, this is bigger than the tools that I currently have today. And, and I need to speak to someone. And yeah, that's, that's okay. That's a fresh pair. Right. And, and, and for anybody in here that, that is going through anything, I, I want you to know, you know, there's, especially today, you know, there, there's, there's no excuse not to reach out. I mean, they're even like, there, there's even apps on the phone now that apps, yep. allow you to do it from the comfort of your home. And, you know, everybody has their own trauma, their own stories. And this is something that I've always, and I want to talk to this about you as well. This is something that I always felt like when a producer comes to me and we talked about physiology earlier, right? How somebody can like literally be slumped and yeah. be looking a certain way. And they'd be like, yo, Curtis, man, can you, can you how, how do you get your 808 to sound like that? 
and I'm looking at the darkness around their eyes. I'm seeing the bags. I'm looking at them. I feel like I'm diagnosing myself, but I'm looking at them <laughs> and I'm like, there's something deeper at the surface that we're not addressing. That happened one time with, a, with an artist that actually came up to me and he was very shy to meet me. And I was like, oh, it's all good. And, right. um, and, and he was talking to me, but I felt like he was, he was like saying words, but not saying what was really going on. And, and when I, when I asked him, I said, just one simple question. I said, are you okay? And he was like, yeah, what you mean? I'm good. Like defensive. And I said, no, no, no I don't mean any disrespect. Are you good? Like everything good outside of music. Cause every time you ask an artist, how you doing? They're like, Oh, I'm good. I'm cooking fam. I got an album right, on the right, way. Right. I got the, you know, right. and I said, are you he, he good? We're not talking about music right now, right? I said, we're not talking about music. He said, I'm be honest with you. This is like mm. one of the worst days of my life. You know, I mm. dealt with some issues with my mom and, and he starts crying. And, and, and you know, I didn't know what to do in that situation except for be empathetic and, you know, do the, do the oh, it's okay. And I feel like right. I even get into a situation where sometimes I feel like, you know, there there is a, uh, my wife just stepped in here. How you doing, my love? Um, there's a situation in which some people don't know how to help someone. What are some things that you can suggest to an individual like me that mm. is trying to console somebody who, who who is in a vulnerable place? Maybe somebody who just lost somebody, because I feel like that's the last thing people want to hear is, is I'm sorry for your loss. I'm praying for you, um, you know, because be, they're being told that by everybody and it everybody. sort of becomes the same chorus. What is your suggestion for people that may be even interested in your field or maybe that that are just trying to understand you know, how to help a friend out who's going through something even deeper than what they're going through. Right. Uh, I would suggest, honestly, first, understand your capacity to handle that emotional situation. That's huge. Like, yeah, don't go into a situation being like, I'm a I, I'm going to grieve. I'm with you. I'm gonna be here with you. I'm going to take this on. If you don't have the capacity to do that, that's the first step. Cause if you are signing up like, or at least positioning yourself to be like, I'm going to be the one that's going to ride with you as you're going through this. And then you dip. What can that, what what can that do to an individual? I mean, we, we kind of know the answer, but what, what, what things maybe that we don't see. Right. We talking abandonment, like, so basically a person's going through a sense of loss. right? Right. And it's as if you're, giving them something and then taking it away again right? on top of the loss that they had. So, you know, like, so you just gave them support, like, Oh, I'll support you. Psych. I'm out too. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that can be detrimental to them. So the first thing you gotta do is just take, just be honest with yourself. Like, yo, do I got time? Do I have energy to console, to be there for this person? And if you can't just be honest, that's the biggest thing. Don't try to be like. How do you be honest in that situation? What, 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 what words? What words do you think would would be respectful of where that person is in that current mental space? The the way I do it, like if I if I if I were to do this, like just as a friend, like not yeah. even like as a therapist, I'm I'm gonna say like, I'm gonna keep it real. I'm cursed through all that. I'm gonna be around my thought yeah. authentic self. Cool. <laughs> so, it's all good. It's all good. All right. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. I, yo, I I don't even know. I couldn't even imagine what you're going through right now. Right. And honestly, I don't have the words, the energy, the time, the space, the space, the, the head. I, I'm not even there yeah. to be there for you like the way I know you would need me to. Yeah. I can be there in this capacity, listing off like whatever, like if you need to right. call me like from here to here at this time, at that time, at any time, if you want to hang out on the weekends, I got you with that. Right. But for real, what you need, I think, 
is someone that you could talk to reliably who's there just for you. A therapist. Mm. So, so you see, and you just, I, I love the way this conversation is flowing. That's why I can't wait to do these, these mental health Mondays with you. I, but this leads me to the next direction in that when do you think someone should get therapy? Let's talk specifically with, with, with artists and producers because I feel like you talk about trauma. We can go back to childhood. Ooh. We can go back to 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 things that maybe their parents did or an uncle yeah. or an auntie or whatever the case may be. But then we can even fast forward and talk about the trauma of the music industry. We could talk about the trauma of 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 of, you know, uh, being done dirty in the music industry. And everybody has a horror story about something that happened with the manager or something that happened with this and that. You know, when when do you think is the perfect time or when do you think somebody should 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 um start seeking out that kind of help and who should uh, they seek out help from if they're if they're like overwhelmed by that kind of trauma i think uh, when it comes to anything related to trauma um and in general like seeking out help from the therapist is i don't think there's ever like a wrong time for it honestly right i guess the wrong time would be like after you just got done with therapy <laughs> that's probably it like okay yeah, like you you need a break from it so that you could try things on your own sure. that's always important independence for, away from your therapist that's cool so you can see if you're you're functioning well you gotta put it into action for sure yeah for sure but when it comes to trauma and healing man anytime like Anybody that's watching right now, if you really have gone through something, even like what Curtis was saying, where it's something um, within the industry or if it's something maybe even deeper on a family level that you need to process and get through. Because the way I look at trauma now, I'll break it down like this. I got hella metaphors. That's what I do. Right, right, right. You know, you're talking to the metaphor king, too. So we, 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 we're on the same page because they'd be like, Curtis, where are you getting these metaphors and analogies? I said, I don't know. High it's power. popping up, right? It's just be like. God be like. There you go. Take that one out there. I, I, I'm gonna bless all of y'all with that GM, Curtis. Go, you know what? You the vehicle, Curtis. Go ahead and go on, go on, go and do your thing. Look, look, look. He do like the salt bag. <laughs> go, go and put that gym out there. Because sometimes, like I, I kid you not, there have been experiences, and this is more, I think, a religious conversation where there have been videos where I felt like I was so in a a a a weird, not even a weird, like a really crazy zone that I cannot give you details about how that video was recorded. Um, mm -hmm. There's a video I, call, I got called The Biggest Lie in Hip Hop where I talk about we've been lied to to make, make to be believe that teaching is something that people do when they're over the hill. Teaching is like, 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 no, that's taboo. You don't want to do that because that means that you're not going to make it if you're trying to teach this. And so I, 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 I did my best to debunk that lie, but that video... The only thing I remember about that video is pushing record. Nothing else. I watched that video. I don't remember anything. It just felt like a, a, what I call the spiritual experience. And that video really set off my 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 career and journey within YouTube that you know, I ultimately led to here. But um, I'm going all over the places. What, what was I getting at? I asked you a question. So we're talking about the perfect time for therapy. And then also, too, uh, so what are the difference between, you know, uh, a therapist like yourself, a psychologist and a psychiatrist? Oh, yeah. I think a lot of folks, down. please break that down. Yeah. That's a big right, so, misconception, too, for some people. Totally. So my title is uh, Associate Marriage and Family Therapist. So what that basically means is, again, I had my master's and my bachelor's, uh, bachelor's in psychology, master's in marriage and family therapy. Mm -hmm. um, 
And the associate part basically means that I, I'm not licensed yet because of uh, me. I moved from Jersey. That's a whole other story. All my hours <laughs> have to get transferred to California. Uh, so I had to, yeah, so I had to redo my hours uh, to get them um, probably be licensed by next year, but I'm still seeing clients and everything else like that. Because once you have the master's degree, you're, you're still, you're, you're, even as you're in practicum, basically as you're getting your degree, you're, you're seeing clients. So my first client, um, I have a, um, a picture right there. That's mm -hmm. the picture from the first client that I ever had. Okay. Um, I hang that up there as remembrance. So, you know, even in my room where it's all creative in my studio, I, mm -hmm. I still have a remembrance of like where I came from with that. So that's my piece. Marriage and family therapists, basically, they're the ones who see things from that lens that I was talking about before, like holistically looking at like societal, family, right. uh, individual, like, like, Closing it, then narrowing it down and then seeing who you are. So like trauma plays a big piece, like family of origin plays a big piece and all that stuff. So that's right. that piece. Psychiatrist, um, that's basically like the highest level, uh, highest level if you want to put it that way. Mm -hmm. Basically they, they can prescribe drugs and everything else like that. Mm. Um, they use a lot more money. Uh, they deal with more, uh, most of the time, more of the behavioral um uh, diagnosis more like borderline uh narcissistic behavior more more of the stuff that you mm. might people kind of get scared of sometimes but mm. they're they're just you know they're people too uh right. they just have certain certain things going on depending on their situation trauma and, and their biology uh psychologists um that would be like the level i guess below um psychiatrists mm. uh they can't prescribe drugs so if you see a psychologist they cannot prescribe drugs. Neither can I. Only person who can prescribe anything is a, a psychiatrist. God. Yes, a psychiatrist. Um, so psychologists, uh, they are able to see everyone, um, just like marriage and family therapists. They can see individuals. Uh, they can see families. They can see couples. They can see whatever they want to. But usually psychologists, they have a, a more narrow scope depending on what they do. And it might not be involving the whole family or they might not look at it from that uh, point of view. Right, right. But you got social workers. Uh, then you got uh, coaches, and it goes down from there. <laughs> right, 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 right. No, that's that's. I mean, I, and I'm glad that you cleared that up because I think a lot of people they get overwhelmed by who should I talk to, and um, mm. you know, even even some people are have it made up in their mind. No, I need to be medicated. I need to go ahead, and I need I need need medicine to do what I'm doing. Um, because we're in a culture with hip hop where today, um. Drugs are such a a a yeah. huge huge discussion, and not really a discussion, but really an advertisement. It seems like when you're talking about things that, like, when I, you know, my generation, I I don't want to come <laughs> off like that, but like things when when it was like early 2000s, late 90s, um, there weren't really you weren't hearing about people popping pills and doing Percocets, uh, and, it is, and, and you know all of these like you know uh, uh these, these these type of drugs, um. So I guess the first question that I have is how how does that change your approach as mm -hmm. you're 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 starting to like cuz I'm sure that you've probably come in contact with somebody that 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 either associates with hip hop culture or is a musician themselves mm -hmm. um you know how how would you approach that that somebody who's self-medicating first and then also too um you know what what are your opinions about about uh medicating uh as opposed to trying to actually talk through these issues um so the way i look at it is it's uh it's very much nuanced i'm never a black or white person that's to me black or white thinking is the enemy 
of everything. If you put things in just one or the other, you're missing so much, Mm -hmm. you know? It's like just panning all your drums to one side and then panning all your drums. (laughs) It's like, hey, yo, can we... You know, that's that, that's that superhero talk right there. He bringing both <laughs> worlds into it in case somebody got lost and was like, man, what are we talking about? No, no. He brought it right back for you. Like, oh, OK. Oh, man. Right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, guy can buy the worlds. But basically, like when it comes to uh, self-medicating, I, I, I look at it from this perspective of um, what is your relationship? Again, I always go back to relationships. Yeah. What is your relationship with the drug? Like, you know. Mm-hmm. Is the drug controlling you or are you controlling the drug? Are you getting high because you feel like, okay, this is the mood I feel like I'm in. I'm a little stressed out. Right. I feel like I want to take it down for a little bit, about like two hours. And then after that, I can get to work. And then see how that's like planned out. You're controlling like you're high or you're controlling right. your medication or whatever it may be. If you're just like, man, I'm stressed. It's, that's, that's a reactionary. Which is 95% of. It feels like 95% of hip hop, or at least the sessions that I've been in. Right. So that's like a reactionary relationship. So if we take the same analogy, go into a relationship, let's say you have a girl. If your girl said, oh, come over every time, like you just go on, you just follow her, you just go on with her. She's spending all your time, she's spending all your money. Same thing with the drug. Would you keep that relationship going? Like if she's just using, using you, using you, and using you, and like you're tired and you know it's not necessarily good for you to be in a relationship with her. That's how you have to look at it with the drug. It's like, Who's in control here? Like, is this right. some this substance, whatever it may be? Like, is this drink? Is this like joint? Is this J? Is this pill? Whatever it may be, whatever your prerogative. Right. Is this controlling me? Like, what effect is it having on me? Or, or am I controlling it? Mm-hmm. You know, what relationship do I really have? And when it comes to uh, like self medication, right? Um, it when it comes to medication in, in general, like there are certain drugs that can be used for good medicinal purposes. Marijuana is one of them. Like, you right. know. But it always comes down to your relationship with it. If you can figure out and concretely define and, and map out your relationship with a substance, do it for a week. If you could do that for a week and then you look at it and you're like, okay, I'm cool with that. Then all right. But right. if you look at it and you're like, damn, I smoked how much? Right, <laughs> or, right. Damn, I drank how many? Damn, for that much, I spent that much. It's yeah. surprising. I, I do the exercise, like do it for a week, and people are surprised. They're blown away. They're like, "Damn, I really wasn't in control." But some right. people can't do it for a week because they know they're like, "I, I don't even want to. I don't want to know. I rather just not." And see, that's and and that's sort of the confu- not the confusing thing. That that's the limitation of the relationships that I had on YouTube when I would do videos and I get somebody mm-hmm. to ask me a question, and I'd be sitting there like. I talked about this for the last seven minutes. You, you, did you watch the same video that I just did? And you, this is the question that you have. You know, I covered this and, you know, I repeat myself. So I'm like, wait a minute. But then I start to realize that I don't know what state that person is in, right? I don't know if they're high. I don't know if they're drunk. I don't know what it is. But that's what makes the Curtis King TV community so, so such a unique thing in that now I have a few different things to judge off of because. I don't what is, what is the do you know what the percentage is in terms of how much we communicate as human beings through body language versus words? Uh, I don't know the exact um, number, but a like lot of I'm, I'm like 60, 60 to 60, 60 to 80 percent. Like I've heard, yeah, I've heard like eight, I've heard 80 to 90, too. But I mean, yeah, but, like, the, but the but the and what is the majority of it being? 
really it's um it's simple mannerisms uh if you were to basically if you were to um have you ever seen a uh, lie to me that there was a, a tv show about a, a guy who was, he was a specialist basically in mm-hmm. body language and the way that they would show that he was like you know doing his thing with his mind basically like was right like picking up on stuff he would be like it's like a fox show right and they would zoom in like and right. then you would see the actual body language. So if I, I'm lying, I'm looking to the left or I'm looking to, you know, uh, so you see certain things like that, but you, you have to zoom in on those things. So if you're uh, someone who studies it for a living, right. you're like watching for these nonverbal cues. And so that's what they really mean. So the average person, you can't see it because you're not looking right. for it. Right, right. But you're saying a whole bunch of stuff when you're not talking. <laughs> that's yeah, that's and, awesome. <laughs> and, and see, this is why when, when, when I got into this environment, I was like, you know, for those that don't understand how how passionate I am about it, like there's a lot of books that I read, and obviously I'm I don't you know I don't I don't have the degrees like like our guests, but you know I I try to do as much research and ask as much questions as I can from folks who know who know about this because I feel like there's been so many times and we talked about it a little bit earlier where somebody will approach you with with a very technical problem only to find out that you know, they want their drums to sound a certain way. And it's like, well, what's wrong with the drums you already have? Well, I want it to sound like yours. Why do you want it to sound like mine's? Because mine suck. Why do you think they suck? Because all my friends say they suck. Well, why do you need the validation from them? Well, because, you know, if my friends don't like it, then then I'm, I'm nobody cares. Why do you think nobody cares? Who didn't care about you growing up? And then you start to get really deep into it. And mm-hmm. you start to realize that, oh, it was that relationship you had with your dad that, that that kind of made you feel like nothing you ever did was going to be enough. Um, and it's something that I've seen like Tony Robbins do multiple times in, 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 in person. And I'm looking like, how did you diagnose it so fast? But, I, you know, I guess I would assume after you've had so many different meetings, you almost probably can see it around the corner like mm, daddy issues or mom issues. I'm like, not going <laughs> to lie. Like, it's, it's almost like a, it's like the Matrix. Like after you, after you like really have an understanding of like the human mind and like right. the emotions and everything and behaviors and everything like that it, it is like the matrix I, like I, I can see the code in everyone so basically right. that the way I, I see the code basically is like i can see the trauma right. so I, like through mannerisms or how they act or how they talk i, I can see like dang that's like something they're accustomed to doing so mm. certain people when they they uh they're brought up with the challenge they're accustomed to reacting to challenges in a certain way mm-hmm. like uh also if i say like uh, oh, excuse me um you're you're like you're messing up in something i don't know mm-hmm. excuse me uh it's like your drums are kind of kind of too loud or something like that right like you just need to lower it a little bit if they're not used to being challenged because their past trauma of mm-hmm. being challenged meant they were being stepped on they were being crushed that means that they were being humiliated then the second you even say anything that challenges them they're gonna be like wait what nah nah my drums is all like what you talking about i've seen it i've seen it and i and i I sat there for those that are listening and me go watch the video because you see my reaction i'm like oh 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 (laughs) so that's oh that's okay all right i must have what about this one you be in a b battle when somebody says no samples it's like that meme where like it's like that meme on on twitter when they say like everybody like they said nobody said and then it's like nothing and then it's like 
the producer says no samples. It's like nobody <laughs> asked that. And why did what 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 made you feel the need to express right. that? Like, like do you right. feel like some kind of inferiority? Question. Is that some inferiority <laughs> right. complex going on right now? But no, I've I've seen that. I've seen that reaction. Um, you know, and obviously everybody's a case by case basis. There's no black and white for that. But um, I think that's, that's right. very interesting to see people who spend so much time in solitude and don't seem to be around a lot of a lot of conflict to see them be so, so reactive like that. Um, it goes back to the relationship that your relationship okay. with conflict is an abusive one. So if mm. I'm like, if it, Curtis, you, you are going to give me advice. You give other people advice. You give everybody advice, right? How do you come at it? Like, Oh man, that's, that's, I would, I would probably do this. You know, right. you don't come at it like, what the fuck was that? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. No, <laughs> no. A, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. Don't do that. Like, right. but if his relationship with, um, a challenge or just like criticism in general is that way, no matter what, no matter how nice you put it, mm-hmm. he's going to have that because he's never had a relationship where someone challenged him to bring him up. It's always been a right. challenge to bring him down. Well, let me ask you this. Okay, since so, so, so we get into this, see, now we get into like some, some neurolinguistic programming, some NLP <laughs> type stuff. I wonder... You know, because something I've always, always uh, uh, I've read about is the importance, you know, when you want to build rapport with somebody and you don't really have to think about this because we do this as human beings anyways, is to mm-hmm. model their 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 body language, model the speed in which they <laughs> talk, model. And, and so we do this naturally around people that are like us because we like ourselves. And that being said, you know, I, I, I wonder, are there times in which you do have to match the energy of a client because they're speaking one language. They don't mm-hmm. understand, you know, we'll talk through it. What's wrong. I don't want to talk through it. They want you to be at, at a certain level. Or, and I've seen like, I've seen Tony do, I'm going to keep going back to Tony, but Tony, he'll, he'll cuss at somebody and it'll be like, it'll be, it'll get them outside of their own head. Well, they'll be like, like they'll be, you could, you could tell they're like, I'm suicidal. And, 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 and I, I don't, I just don't feel like I want to live. And he'll say, that'd be fucked up if you died. And they'd look up like, and now that he has their attention, he's able to right. now like get it. I, do you use that sort of as a as a as a, a technique at all, or is that something that's kind of a preference to? Um, personally, I don't like. Okay. I haven't done anything like that before. Uh, I, I keep it real, but I don't know how shocking it is. Maybe it is. You know, right. maybe it's shocking to them. And I'm just like being authentic. Authentic. Like, it's not like, shocking to me. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, actually, I've heard that before. Like, especially when it comes to couples. I, right. I'll man, I'll come like, all right. So, what y'all want to do? Right. So you talking about this, wow. you talking about that. So what are we going to do? Yeah. Are, are y'all about this? Are y'all going to just, you know, I'll keep it very frank with them. It was like, right. okay, so we both know that y'all are in a bad mood. So y'all going to keep continuing this conversation or are we going to take five minutes to step outside, take a break and actually have a constructive conversation? Right. That's yeah, that's that's necessary. So I'll do that. Right. <laughs> I don't know if that's shocking for some people, but it's but that might be for honest. some people who are like, I'm well, like, we came to you to to, to diagnose this. And like, no, <laughs> what do you want to do? And it, it's been times where I talk to a true. producer that asks me advice, and then every time I suggest what I would do in that situation, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, 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 that's so not why no, are we talking? No. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, so what you want to do? Because you why, why, why are we here? <laughs> apparently, you got the answers, but you paid right, for right, a consultation. What, what, so I just sit back, I'm like so so this is your world right and 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 no i i'm I'm glad that you said it. i'm glad that you said that because it, there are some times where we we probably kind of kind of cross fade on that one where it's like you just got to let people believe you know if, if they got all the answers okay you got all the answers and then they're now they're more likely to come back and be like all right man i i, I humble myself so could you help you me know. 
that's, that's one thing I, I do have to say. Like, and and before I was terrible at it. It's like I I will never work harder than a client because mm-hmm. that's that's just like me doing a disservice to not only our work but right. to me. Like, if right. a, if a client comes in and it's like, yo, I want to change, I want to do all this stuff, but then like, and it's not like people don't have like, um, I guess like take steps back, you know, that happens, right. that happens. I'm talking about complete, utter, not showing up to sessions, like, you know what I mean? Like missing appointments left and right, mm-hmm. uh, not doing the homework. I give homework for, uh, for my clients, That's like good. nothing, yeah. nothing, nothing crazy, but just doing something to keep you going to the next week. Mm-hmm. So that we we keep uh, progress going and whatever we're doing, it can be something simple like just keep talking to your family members, something like that. That can so, be your homework. So for, for 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 those that are listening, the, and, and I say producers, even though I know there's artists that are you know within the community that are listening, and even like the outside community, since these podcasts are now public now, um, you know, I I, I wonder. Let's talk specifically to producers because I feel like artists, they have their own trauma, but I feel like they, because they have a place to funnel it within the music, they're able to express it within words. They right. they, they sort of have a more in, in, in your face relationship with trauma in that that kind of, it's kind of a therapy session in it, in its own in a certain way because they're able to express that and find the music to match that. Um, but I, I wonder, what would you suggest to music producers that are actionable things that they can do um, if they are in a dark place and, and and maybe they don't understand the the effect of the physiology of their how they how they use their body, what language they use? And I think that was the point I was getting at earlier is that that shocking language is is because you know there's three things that move our decisions uh from reading they talk about uh you know what we focus on the mm. language we use and then the physiology how we're using our bodies so i wonder what are some actionable things that um how about this what are some things that 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 you have noticed as a producer that you do that actually decrease your mood you know not talking about any any, any influences on there but what are things that have decreased your mood and what are things that have increased your mood and, and your happiness? Uh, well, I'll, I'll talk about uh, recently. I, I was, um, I guess, having a producer's block or whatever like that. Sure. I, almost the exact same thing you went through, basically, where it's like, obviously, you've <laughs> been doing production along with me. I'm, I'm in the game uh, a year now, like, okay. for real. Like, okay. Actually, bought FL Studios like a year, probably like, in, the, in like a, a two weeks a year it'll be a year oh, um yeah so i'm in this block i'm like man i don't know how to mix for nothing right right <laughs> right, right i'm like damn hey help me out oh, oh. i'm over yeah. here looking at tutorials i'm like yeah uh, <laughs> if i just put the limiter cup right. there we go all right there we go <laughs> That's like just, that. So like that. That uh. That uh. That that um. That drum magic is what that sounds right, like. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, all right, all right. Let me, let me. I, I'm over here. I bought the course. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'm gonna do that. And I'm like that. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm more busy. I'm like, all right, let me get. Let me oh go man, because you're busy. Blesses with the sound design core. I feel. I, now I got. I got sympathy in a different way that I have for my members because when I when I got into this and I'm just a little side story. When I got into this to try to make this website, I was like. Curtis, deliver value, deliver as much value as you can. Just double down, keep going, keep going, keep going. I didn't realize for somebody that comes in three weeks, four weeks after we launched, they're looking like, uh, where do I start? It's so much information. And there's like 40 hours of courses. Uh, there's, yeah. there's like perspiration videos in there. Um, yeah, but, but but back to what you were saying. I'm sorry, I, I cut you off in the middle of that. Oh, um, So you, right, in a, right, you, uh, you had a beast block, beat a block, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So when I was in that beat block, I'm just over here like kicking myself like, man, man, why can't I get this? This should be easy. Like I've been doing music for a little bit. Right. I know I, I can. I got ears. Like what the fuck? Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, Something got to give. Song. What's going on? Yeah. And it's like what what I, I found myself in is like, uh, and I know you uh, you probably remember this because you read the same book. One of my favorite books um, mm-hmm. uh, by Gary, uh, not by Gary V, um, by, uh, was it Mark, Mark Manson, I think? Oh, oh, unfucked. So uh, the so of uh, how not to uh, give, uh, so of not giving a fuck. I think it's oh, called. Oh yeah, the, the, I, I got. It's crazy. I got, I got. Excuse my language. I got two fuck books at the same time. <laughs> I was like, I was like attracted to to something that was gonna shake me out of my state. But no, I right, had one right. book that was called Unfuck Yourself. I didn't finish that one. And the other one uh, that was called uh, Yeah, the the art of not giving a fuck. So yeah, okay, so. So basically, um, we talked about in that book, I, I forgot what chapter, but it's, uh, the concept is the negative feedback loop. So basically, like, right. you're just telling yourself, like, why aren't you fucking mixing this shit right? Yeah. Like, you, you should know how to mix this right. Right. And they're like, shut up. Stop beating yourself up about mixing right. this right. Well, you should know how to mix this right. What are you telling them about? You should be beating yourself up about mixing this right. And you're just like, nah, nah, nah. and yeah. I, it, I, I've seen this before, and it's just like something that happens again, like the kryptonite piece. I'm human, even as a therapist, I have blind spots where it's like I fall back in the negative patterns. And mm-hmm. one of those negative patterns for me is just uh, negative thoughts. So having those feedback loops circle around, and then that consumes too much of my energy that could be better placed. Actually, on these keys, actually on FL, making stuff happen. Um, so what I did was I used one of my techniques for rejuvenating myself. So going back to what what drains me and what keeps, what elevates me, basically. Right. I'm a person who loves nature. I'm a person who needs to be outside. I actually suffer from seasonal depression. So like, if it's too, what is, what is that? Oh, I, I can break that down. So okay, please do. Yeah, I'm pretty because some people are like here, like, do I have that? <laughs> A lot of people do. So seasonal depression is basically a phenomenon that uh, happens to people at different different parts of the se- different times um, during the season. They suffer from uh, depression. Uh, they have a mood switch. Uh, it's really dependent on the climate or the weather, mm-hmm. uh, depending on like whether the sun's out more often than not. I mean, okay. like the sun is just a basic normal thing. Like. Human beings love the sun. It's not complicated. So when it's not there and like when they don't have access to it, it's one thing when the sun's not like you're in your room, it's sunny outside. You're not going outside. That's your choice. Right. When it's like you cloudy all day. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, I, I sure would like to see what that sun looked like. I went outside and still didn't get no sun I in the mean, middle of noon. <laughs> Where we at? Like, so what we doing? Like your question. So what we doing? Right. We having sunlight or we not having? Because I feel like it's daytime. Right. To, you know? <laughs> so that's what it is. When, and then when that that lack of uh, uh, a choice mm-hmm. of, of just getting that vitamin D, like getting the rays, the sunlight, and everything else like that. Right. It leads you to feel like a little bit down. So that's that's mm-hmm. one way. Um, but seeing depression can also come in in the form of a trauma that happened during a particular season. Mm. So let's say in the wintertime, uh, something tragic happened to your family or something like that. Every time it gets cold or every time during that period, you your mood shifts and you might not even be conscious of this stuff. Right, so it, right, right. It's associated with the weather that you feel, you know? 
Yeah. So I suffer from that because like I'm Caribbean. <laughs> uh, I just I just like you need that sunlight. You need that sunlight. You need that. You know the 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 melanin is 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 supporting. I can't help it. That I can't kind help. of if you need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I need some more of that sunlight as well. I keep my. You know what's crazy is that this and you and you mentioned it in our text message too. You were saying that you know that's good that you're you're you're, you're challenging yourself on not just a mental. And, and and a spiritual level, but also a physical level because of the necessity. Like I, people, people know that I have a trainer now, and you know I've been I've been going to the gym consistently with him, and just the overall balance, even even being actually serious this time about vegan and not being as 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 uh, my homie Epic says, being vegan. And and and, and 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 like faking it and going back and forth and like, are you pescatarian today? Or are you actually are you eating cheese? So I've actually done it, and I got to tell you, you know, the the mental clarity, the mm. the the sharpness, the the attention to detail, and yeah. and even like just just the clear headedness. Like I don't think people realize um, the connection between what's going on in your belly and the connection of how that affects your brain. And, yep. and, and so when I made that connection, I was like, oh, that's why I got to get up in the morning. Like I, my morning regimen really quick. I get mm-hmm. up. Um, and then also, too, I, have you ever done any research about chronotypes? I have not. Oh, my gosh. This was some gems that I got. I got. OK, I so, so post, uh, a couple of things. Um, yeah. It was uh, in, uh, in the discord, right? It was like a, a lion. A, yes. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. So you dropping some gems in there, man. No, you you've been dropping gems all day long. So I feel like <laughs> I feel like let me let me let me let me just do my my, my salt bag, give a little something <laughs> there. But so basically, we all have been taught that you know, based upon our our parents' habits, based upon the habits that were built from school, that you mm. wake up at a certain time, that mm-hmm. you're you're productive at a certain time, or you you you've convinced yourself because you only had nights to work that you're a night owl. When in all actuality. You have what is called a, a a a chronotype that basically describes the best times for you to sleep and the best times for you to be productive, the best times to eat certain foods and the best times to work out. And mm-hmm. so I did this quiz and I think it's uh, the, 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 the URL is like, what's your time? But just look up chronotype quiz and take a quiz and see what your chronotype is it's like different categories like a like a a a, a dolphin which is my wife there's another one that's a bear which is pretty much like the majority of the population is about 50 percent bears and it's interesting the stuff that you find because i've been looking for a regimen that supports me coming into the community at a hundred percent i don't want to come in there at 40 percent. i don't want to come in there fatigue i don't i don't care how much i've been working out i gotta make sure that first of all my stomach is full before i get up here because i used to just get up in the morning jump on the computer and for the next 12 hours maybe i'll eat maybe i'll drink some water but I literally like I bought water bottles that remind me to drink by turning up and they turn they, they turn colors. And it's like, oh, time to drink. Oh, I got to like. But I, I say this hey, to say whatever you got to do, you got to figure it out. Diet. Right. Shout out Yo, to Hy- Hydrate for uh, they're not a sponsor, but shout out to Hydrate for creating such a product. But, so, I, yeah, I'm about to say, I, let's hope we can do something with that. Uh, but my chronotype is a bear. And basically with with being a bear, they say that I need to get my full eight hours of sleep. Some of you don't need full eight hours of sleep. Um, they say that also I should be waking up at 7 a.m. at the earliest. I was waking up at 430 a.m. trying to trying to figure out why is it that I'm dragging so so slow through these first three hours. 7 a.m. is my time. 
my productive times between, I think they said like 10 and two, I got to look at the chart again, but I basically restructured my daily regimen around that to the point where the first few hours, I'm not eating a heavy meal. I got to stay light so that when I come in here, I'm on my game. I'm sharp. Uh, people can ask me questions and I'm not feeling foggy brain, which I know a lot of producers feel where you'll tell them something. They just can't, they can't figure that out. So anybody that's out there, please find out what your chronotype is and you'll figure out, damn, that's why that beat came out the way it did. That's why that song came out the way that it did, because that was me being in my natural chronotype uh, 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 phase and, and, and my timing was all on point. But um, there's a lot of weird stuff that I've been doing this last few weeks to trying to get that clarity and that. But I realized that and I appreciate you acknowledging that within a text message, because, um, you know, like I said, I, I, I have not felt the same. And, and just that weightlessness is important. But um, so let me, let me let's get into your music really quick, because, you know, I, d- I don't want to be too, too long winded with this one. Uh, folks is like, yeah, whatever, Curtis this is what you do. You long with all the time. But um, it's, part, it's part of the charm, man. It's part of you are. Embrace it. <laughs> I, hope, I, I hope it's charming because somebody like, will you shut up and let the therapist. Hey, that's why us. you can skip through. That's why they made it. <laughs> watch it on, watch it on two X speed. I, I, I won't be offended. I won't be offended. But um, what what so what does your music sound like? Man, uh, how would you like? How, who are your influences, and, and and what does your music sound like? I'm 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 more interested too because it's like, with you being somebody that is actively, actively sort of uh, 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 recharging and restructuring your thoughts, and even the way that you may phrase things, mm-hmm. that's got to have some kind of effect on the way that you structure your music and what sounds that you're influenced by, and your Caribbean. I need to know what kind of music you, you in there cooking up. That's what I need to know. <laughs> well, honestly, like I, I grew up, man. So my introduction to music is just basic stuff in the house, like Bob Marley, Michael Jackson, Marvin Gaye, you know, mm-hmm. Temptations. So I, I had all that. Um, what I have on the old wall, and I don't have Alicia yet, but I have basically this is my my three. Three queens, basically, right, right. Uh, that represent three parts of, of music that I feel like really has inspired me. Also, Miles Davis over here. Oh, um, got, a, got the Trinity of Soul going on right now. <laughs> yeah. Right. So the, in the middle is going to be Alicia Keys. That's probably my biggest inspiration um, when yeah. it comes to uh, inspiring me to learn an instrument. Mm-hmm. The other is, uh, instrument I had was um, drums. And basically, yeah. the reason why I got good at drums is cliche. I watched Drumline. If you could, right. if you look back and see Hampton University, I was in the drum line for like a, a little while. That's a oh, longer wow. story. Okay, <laughs> that ain't last too long. <laughs> but um, I'm still nice with it. I've been playing um, drums and um, ever since I, see, I saw the movie Drumline, probably like when I was in high school. Right. Um, well, prior to high school, probably like middle school, and then yeah. uh, I was very young. Uh, ever since then, man, we, me and a couple of my boys, like five of us. Mm-hmm. literally made a drum line uh told our music teacher like we wanted to play drums mm-hmm. we like we basically started the whole thing on our own and then we had these competitions that we used to do across the country like everyone else would um and the band used to do things used to do like jazz ensemble choir all these other stuff right. um us like ragtag group of kids from newark <laughs> new jersey yeah you know what i mean it just came out of nowhere it was just playing the drums and we won first place Oh, um, wow. yeah ever since then man it, it, it was a it was a major boost i think for like a, a young man of my um to to gain confidence in himself yeah. just like the validation of like yo your creativity your 
your camaraderie with your brothers because it was all a, a group of brothers just that came in with like, so man. Yo, I, know, I, know, I know the other teams had to be like hot. I know they had to be hot seeing y'all come up in there and it's like, no, no, we, we, we had, we're part of this team. Y'all came in there and said, nah, nah, let me show y'all how to, how to do this. Yeah, it was, it, it was dope, though. It was like it was an amazing experience to have. And then the validation of coming in, in that uh, first place for that competition. Then we just expanded it. Like we, yeah. I, I taught people how to uh, play the snare. I played the snare okay. uh, just like the beginning. <laughs> right. <laughs> when I say it was like, I was like, I was like, oh, man, that's so dope. That's so dope. I got to do it. I just I had to. When inspiration um, calls you got to go for it man you got to do it. <laughs> it, was, it was nothing after that um but yeah that's always been an inspiration for me so like my drums the reason why i took your course drums and knock is because like i could play the hell out of these drums i know how to right. make like i, I can have it in my head like i beatbox i can't help but beatbox a, a new beat in my yeah. head every day it's just uh... in there and and when i was younger you know the table of course, of course. Shout out to Sugar Free. Shout out to Sugar Free and, and and his 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 skill. I don't. I whatever that is. I'm about to say what. Oh, are you breaking up again? Yeah. Oh, you good? Okay. I want to say whatever that skill set yeah. is that exists in your brain. I don't know what you unlocked in your brain or what any drummer unlocks, but your ability to 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 maneuver both hands and be able to get the kick down and or, you know all, all the different. Like I that balance so coordination. <laughs> yeah, I because I I always like today I had a session with my my boy oh gosh who's also he's a drummer and I feel like y'all have the ultimate cheat code because like I said y'all are using a different part of your brain and and just even to to keep that pace and to be able to understand you know the utilization of triplets and and how to bring things in Ooh, and out triplet. or crescendos yeah. and all that like that is the ultimate cheat code and when you when you finally get those sounds that are sitting in your head to be displayed in front of the drums on your actual beat. That's all I need. It's a deadly, 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 <sighs> deadly skill to have. And it's a deadly I'm combination. I'm getting better at it, but it's like, yeah. that that's the part. It's like getting what's in here, just out onto like, onto, onto FL and just right. like, get, cause I'm well, like, <laughs> let me ask you this. Now I'm just like, Oh shit, let yeah. me go. Let me go. And I, I can't get it out fast enough. Let me ask you this. <laughs> have you ever looked into getting the MIDI drum set? I literally, you, man, you, you open. Look, 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 look. I see no guy. Look, look at you. Got look this. at you. Yep. Just got this. <laughs> Shout out to Elise's real quick. Hold on. Let's fucking put this up. Shout out to Elise's real here. Okay. Who was the unofficial sponsor of this podcast today? Thank you, Elise. But, uh, but now I, I, I see my boy, oh gosh. And he, and he, we got this, we got this thing where <laughs> we always say, you don't even know what I can do because. <laughs> first, the first time, like when he and I, I like record that. with each other, with each other, like, like it's 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 always like a, a mixture of like good energy, good jokes, and just like we just clowning back and forth. But we had yeah. one session where, like, I, I was sitting there recording, and he was recording because he produces me and he records me, and he put auto tune on me, and it wasn't just any auto tune; it was like the Travis Scott auto tune. And I was like, I looked at him, I said, Ooh. I said, I can record while this is on, and he was like, Yeah, <laughs> and I was like. Oh man, you don't even oh, know. So. You don't even know. And he looked. He said. He said that look in your face is like you don't even know what I'm finna do. So like every time we get excited, we get, we say that. So when he when he bought that actual drum thing, I, he looked. He I looked up on the phone. I was like, 
you don't even know what yeah, I'm gonna do. do. <laughs> <laughs> but man, no, I, now I'm excited. Now you got me excited. We, we we gotta we gotta see you live in action, man. Because you know, I, I know that you expressed too that there were some things that. You know, aside from you being somebody that gives to so many people on a regular basis, you give your time, you give your expertise, you know, and and, and the fact that you position yourself and take pride in being a black therapist is something that I have the utmost respect for, because that's just it's just something that you don't it's not that you don't see it it happening, but you don't see it highlighted enough that 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 is out there because i think certain people feel better and this doesn't go just for black folks i think this goes for anybody you want you you want to have therapy from somebody that you feel may understand you on a cultural level and understands like well this is just how you know these type of parents are this is how these upbringings are uh because it can be beneficial but i just got to say you know you told us that there's some areas of marketing maybe that you wanted to kind of kind of focus in on (laughs) If you're if you're here, I'm already telling you, man, like 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 we we can make that an even exchange and you'll never pay another membership another day in your life because um, your presence is so important. (laughs) And at the same time, we want to be respectful because we know that you do this all day long and you don't want to like you said about your, you know, you don't want to bring that business on home like with your partner. You want to bring that business on home and. We, we got a system because we done seen it when we don't got a system. It ain't, oh, <laughs> I, can only I can only imagine. So, um, but yeah, but, but honestly, we, we, we're thankful. We're so thankful to have you here. Um, I, I know there's a lot of people that, that even if they're hesitant now, maybe they'll see me talk through it. And that's actually the last question that I wanted to leave you with. And I saved this for last because I'm afraid of what the answer may be. And I want you to be completely honest. All right. If Curtis King, and I hate talking in third person, if Curtis King, the person that you've seen in these videos, and I'm sure that you watch, you know, your own number of videos, was one of your clients, Mm. what would you conclude, what would be some observations that you have with your expertise based upon the videos that you have seen from me, the individual? I mean, if it gets to the point where, where, where we have like a mini session right now, I, I I send something to your PayPal and everything will be good. You know what I mean? But I'm very curious because I feel like some people get the wrong perception of me. Some Most people get the right perception. They know that I got a good heart. They know that I love to give value. But I think some people, you know, I, I, it's, it's crazy. Like I I said it to, to one of my buddies because there, there is like a YouTube me, which is like I got to always be a home 100%. And there's mm-hmm. just a regular day me that I'm just like, I don't, I don't feel in it today. I got to go recharge. I got to get myself back right, up right. into it. And so some people have, because of all the smiling in the videos, because I'm Curtis King, the thumbs up guy, they have looked at me as being like, oh, he's the black friend. I can say nigga around. Everything will be okay. And that hit me in the chest. Brother, that hit me in the chest so hard because it was like to have a pops that brought me up on a literature of Marcus Garvey, brought me up about the Black Panthers and understanding where where, you know, the free lunch and the free breakfast was something that was more dangerous than the guns. And hearing that kind of stuff coming up, it made me it made me understand and have pride in who I was. And I tried to spread that amongst the folks that was that that were around me. They're looking at me like. 
Boy, you barely, you barely, you barely the paper bag colors. So what you, what you talking about right now? And so it put me in a weird position sometimes where it felt like I had to like overcompensate for a lack of melanin. I had to like really let folks know I know what I'm knowing about my culture. But right. that being said, because people have seen all different sides of me and all different, and I'm so glad now they got this, this version of me because it's a lot more authentic than I could ever be um, before. What is sort of your conclusion? From 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 who you've seen, you've seen my videos, you've seen many things, and maybe you haven't done it. Maybe you couldn't turn that voice off. I'm very curious and I'm very nervous about what I'm about to hear right now. To be completely well, honest, I, with you. I won't I won't diagnose you with like anything in particular, but I, I see it as I'll give you just an overall like perspective from uh, like I guess my therapist point of view. Okay, it seems to me like you are genuine. You are a person who is. Uh, about their work like you really right. have invested your actual heart into this work it shows that you care about people in the community it shows like um just the way you handle that situation that happened in our chat that we won't mention anymore yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I, I don't even know what situation you're talking about sir i don't even and anyways you keep doing it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's the FL studio. Bro, 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 bro. Yeah, that, nothing ever happened. Honestly. Damn. That's, that's, damn. <laughs> it's way too many inside jokes already. And I, just, I love being able to talk to folks who get it because some people be like, somebody today, oh my gosh. And, and maybe I wish we would have talked about it. We'll save it for another session. But uh, this, I, this, this just trolls. Like, it's, it's now it's laughable because I feel like I have some place where I find a lot of comfort at this, this right. space has relieved so much baggage that I was carrying around with me from seeing so many comments that, you know, of course the love is something that you're grateful for. The love is something that you want to focus in on, but some things you can't ignore, you know, whether it's some guests in the, in the, the filter comments that are, you know, throwing an N word around, throwing out racial epitaphs and, and, and saying all kind of crazy stuff are just people that are just plain nasty and uh, even like today, like today wasn't today was lightweight, but somebody was like, uh, he starts his e begging at three fifty three, and I'm just like, by saying you don't got twenty dollars, like it's like, <laughs> like, come on, fam, this ain't no e begging. Stop that. <laughs> um, let's okay. So so I'm gonna, I want you to go back to what you was you was diagnosing me. So I'm, I'm gonna sit back as a patient right now and just. <laughs> And be nervous and tap my fingers. <laughs> it's really nothing. It ain't gonna be nothing like that. Well, yeah, what I'll say is basically you seem authentic. Right. You care about the people. It shows through your actions. Um, when it comes to insecurities that everyone has, sure, everyone has some insecurities. The only thing I can see from you is um, is the validation piece. Like, there's a, a part of you that still wants, uh, I guess, like an acceptance from people who. Um, I'm not exactly sure what that type of person is, mm -hmm. but for you, your relationship with uh, that type of person, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's, it's as if you want to, um, you know, you want to get their approval or not even approval, just you want either neutral or love. Basically, you don't want hate. You know what right, I mean? Right. <laughs> you don't want, you definitely don't want hate. Right. Um, and I think that's just a, something that's a natural part of being a human being, especially sure. when you, you're in the, in the limelight. Um, uh, I consider this the limelight anyways, uh, right. you, you, like a uh, fucking Timbaland, but right, me, right, right, right. You're, you're doing it. Like, so yeah. you, you, you're, you're, you're doing it. You're in a space where you're creating, you're influencing a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think you just have to accept. It's, it's something that actually one of my clients um, was talking about today. I'll use it as an example. The theme was expectations. So she's she finally came to the acceptance that um, the expectation that she had of her, uh, you know, her mom and her dad mm-hmm. to be proud of her was something that she had to let go. They don't have the capacity. She had to literally say like, they don't have the capacity, you know, in their old age, they probably not going to change their ways. They, they don't have the capacity to be proud of me for these things, the things that I'm doing. They only see success within this lens. And if they can't change their lens, that little scope that they are, they have, then they they will never be able to be proud of me, you know, in that way. So I have to accept that. You know what I mean? I have to just be like, yo, that's your stuff. That's your shit. Right. You can't do that. So there are people on the internet that are always going to be clowns. There are people on the internet that are always going to be idiots. And it's just like, you're going to have to be like, I accept that you're never going to like me and you probably don't even know why. (laughs) That's the scariest part of what you just said and how spot on you are. I'm not taking no offense to nothing you said. If anything that you say, I will never ever, this is my promise. I will never take offense to anything you say because I know that, that this is at the hands of somebody with experience, somebody who sees it all the time and can see right through, you know, what, what, what people are trying to present themselves as or say. But I could tell you what's so spot on about that is that I talked to my wife just yesterday and I mm-hmm. use the very same word that you use right now, expectation, because mm-hmm. I think I got a customer that was being very, very difficult and I found myself getting irritable. I found myself talking to my wife and expressing it and like 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 even getting to the point where like I want to cuss and I'm just like this is this is bullshit. Like why are they acting like this? There's no reason for all of this. Um right. and, and and I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I told her I'm sorry right in the middle and I caught myself and I said, Um, can you do me a favor? And she said, Yeah, what's going on? I said, Next time you see me complaining, ask me what my expectation is. So I can mm-hmm. see how utterly ridiculous I sound. Mm-hmm. So, so, so I said, and I got that from the, in the other book that I told you about. Unfuck yourself. That was what I got from that book. They the said book. <laughs> yeah, the other book, yeah, the other book with the fuck in it. But um, it basically they said they said they said you need to you need to keep record of your expectations so that you can see how unrealistic the things that you're asking for are. And when you see them. Um, actually, don't, that wasn't that book. That was not that book. That was another book that was actually a Christian-based author. I read them at oh. the same time. That's why it was a Christian-based <laughs> author. No, it was good. It's a Christian-based Dallas. author, and I think it was called um, uh, uh, Unoffendable. Oh yeah, that's a good one. Unoffendable. That is such an awesome book, especially because it has a lot of uh, biblical uh, references in it. But but un, un, un so basically, what the premise of the book is is that we really don't have, and even a spiritual right to be angry at anybody because whatever we're angry at them about on some level, we have done the same thing. So mm. when you think about even let's go to extreme, somebody kills, kills your friend. And it's like, mm. it's like, I, what are you at the heart of that? You can use all the colorful language you you want and you'll be justified. But at the heart of that, you're hurt or right. you're, you're, you're either you're, you're disappointed or, or, or you're, you're um, you know, you're you're angry you because this person yeah. you're feeling grief because this person took something away from you. Right. Have you ever made somebody feel grief because you took something away from them? And so when you I mean, it's not to excuse anybody or try to equal equal out sins. But what it does is it makes you kind of humble yourself and say, OK, you know what? This is why this person is worthy of being being forgiven 
you know, as maybe you're not ready today, but at some point this person is worthy of forgiving. Uh, one, because of that part. And then also, two, because you got to think of the people even that have done you wrong in, in your childhood. Had they not been the way that they were, would you be as passionate about the work that you're doing today? Would you be happy in the place that you are today? And that's those are conversations that are not easy for people. And I know that you you're an important piece to that because a lot of folks can't have that conversation. Right. What you just described is what I you that's the matrix right there. That's mm. that's the way you piece it together. Basically, what you're looking at, you're not looking at everybody for their, you know, surface actions or surface whatever they're presenting. You're looking at the code of them, like the the trauma, the past, the history, like right. yo, that's probably why you like that, huh? And again, like you said, it's not excusing it. If somebody shoots up a school or does something like really negative, right. that's that's consequences that, that that needs to be dealt with. Sure. But understanding the mind, the behaviors behind that, like what caused that is what leads you to prevent that from happening to other people. And it leads you to prevent um, maybe even letting the other person realize the error of their ways and not right. just like, you know, throwing them away as, as a human being as being like, all right, well, I guess you just you're just done. Like we don't even want to like, talk to right. you. You know, because everybody does wrong, I guess, like you said, on levels and it all has a reason for it. Like if we can understand the reason instead of just judging the action, mm-hmm. we can get a better understanding of the person. And, and the expectation piece that I talked about earlier, and I'm glad you, you spoke on that because that 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 is humbling me in a lot of ways where there's some times where I'm like, OK, I'm expecting this person to be just like me. And, and right. or I'm, I'm expecting and, them to that's be unrealistic, right? Uh, yeah. it's super unrealistic. And not even because I'm this perfect person, but because it's like right, nobody is supposed to be the same. Is, there you go. And there ain't right? going to be another Curtis and, King. It's and, not and, supposed, and, to and it's <laughs> supposed to be. Because it, 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 would, it would be a very, ir- I'll be irritable every day. I would, I would not be happy. Like, look at this a bunch, and not saying I don't like myself, but because if there's a bunch of me running around and it's like, can I, can I talk? <laughs> can I talk? <laughs> Can I talk? The world would be a very talkative place. Maybe that's good for somebody. Maybe that's not. But I don't know. But I, I, I just tell you, you know, we we certainly appreciate your time. And and I know that it's getting getting kind of late and, and we've been shifting around time periods and whatnot. But um, I'm so thankful to have had your presence here and to, yeah, and to know. I mean, folks, you got to know this is this is this brother's idea to have a a, a mental health Monday. Right. And and when he brought this up, I was just like, yeah, that part all the way around. <laughs> I, I I feel so tremendously grateful that 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 the the energy I put out there attracted human beings like this, that the higher power connected folks like us, because this makes this a lot bigger than a membership platform. This makes this a lot bigger than just even a discord community. This right here are providing tools to unlock a better human. Right. right. And, and I'm more concerned about that than you being a better producer. That's why, you know, mm. a lot of guys, a lot of a lot of individuals in here want me to do beat reviews. And I'm like, I'll listen and I'll tell you, but I don't want to tell you how to dress your baby. I want you to have the 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 I want you to go through parenthood. I want you to go through the hunger, the, you know, the, the 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 growth pains. I want you to be able to be like, my baby don't. It got that little weird look on they in, in their face that first few months, but they growing into themselves, and we got some better. Like that's okay. That's still your baby. Keep on that's growing so and keep on. You gotta do that. So so I, I I try not to be in a place where we get too technical because at the end of the day, I know that if you can get whatever is going on up here to stabilize, whatever is going up here to 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 reach a peaceful level, yeah. it's gonna flow through all that you put your hands onto, and so um. 
We really appreciate your presence. And 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 uh, please tell the people where they can find your music, um, right. how, how they can reach you if they need to 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 employ your services or, you know, if that's something that you offer to the general public. I know that you probably have some private clientele that you Wait, work I'm, with. I'm, I'm, I'm fully booked now, y'all. <laughs> so you know, this was nice, but, you know, I, you know, but <laughs> I, I've like got clients. Um, I, the reason why I cut back on clients is really just to, to pursue music uh, and, and put in the effort. Sure. Uh, Okay. half and half really put like legit like half of my time on music um so basically like starting this week man i've um i've cut down on clients monday i that's why i told you like i only had three clients today like monday officially is gonna be like i'm only gonna have three clients and i'm like i'm done and oh, I'll, I'll i'll be able to do mental health mondays that i've dedicated that to monday and then just an hour in the discord where we yeah. all just like I'll, I'll put up a topic basically just to explain the idea i put up a yeah. topic like anxiety or whatever else it may be mm -hmm. and we discuss it or if anybody has something where like, like it's heavy on their chest or whatever else we just you know we go in we talk about it as like you know brothers and sisters within the community it's right. like I'm like running it in terms of like the expert but i'm not running it like this is a place where we're going to talk about stuff well really i'm I'm yeah. letting you lead the way. I'm letting you lead the way. Like this, this is something to where, like I said, I'm, I'm, we, we bought the, we'll talk after this, but, but, um, I, I definitely want you to lead the way on this one because this is a, this is a, this is something I'm so passionate about being a student within that, mm. that we have to have you lead the way. You have the credentials, you've worked with people. I've worked with a lot of producers, but there are limitations even within all the folks that I have talked to and things that I want to improve on, on as well. So, um, if you're looking for a talkative Curtis on Mondays, um, I'll, I'll add some tidbits, but I'm, we really, we have to take advantage of the fact that somebody like you is blessing us with your presence and your time, because you don't have to do it. You really don't have to do it. It's still a pleasure. You didn't even have to tech. You didn't have to even email me that this is what your, what your, what your field was. I don't know what led you to do that, but I'm I am grateful that you did. Cause you could have been I in this community to, and we would never would have known this. Right, I just been making beats like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's dope, he's dope. You know, I, I don't know what to do during the daytime. He's never in the daytime. Right. But um, I'm glad that you mentioned that. So, uh, where, where, since I know you got you got your clientele is booked. Where can I hear first of all your podcast, and then also too, where where right. can they, uh, you know, hear your music and what you've been working on? So my partner and I, I'll get that out of the way for us. Podcast is called It's So Real. It's um, I T S. S O U L like so real. Okay. Uh, it's so real. It's a podcast where we talk about relationships. We talk about sex, intimacy. We talk about politics, everything, but it's related to a uh, scope of the black community. Um, and since we're both therapists, man, like conversations like how, how we're having, right. that's, that's why I love that girl. Like we, we be like, well, I say we have elevated conversations. Yeah. Man. yeah. So we, we get to put that out there on, on the podcast in that form. And it, it's just a great, place for people to actually explore those ideas okay. um a lot of things that people never really think about from the the perspective of a black therapist um right. male and female um so that's that's one platform then when it comes to the music man oh so smart uh productions.com um i had an airbit store i'm about to switch over to beat stars probably like tonight like right after i'm done oh, with you man. i'm about to what a, move all my stuff why do, over. I, why do i feel like i i had some kind of influence did i did i have any influence on that uh, 
maybe just a little bit. Oh, don't, don't, oh man, I feel so. I'm now starting to feel bad now because I'm like, like you, you are, you are literally the fourth person in the last 24 I'm hours. I'm about the fortieth. <laughs> I mean, you might be because it's some folks that didn't didn't speak on it, but I mean, you know what you need at the end of the day, and this is it, yeah. it makes sense because honestly, like I only had like again fresh out the boat. Like I, right. I had like how many beats on everybody like. Mm-hmm. Or so, okay. you know. I'm gonna just put uh, the rest so of you're not all right. the way deep in on. Yeah. On that side so why? Well, so yeah. why? So you know why not? You know. Follow, all follow all I'm gonna say, look, like all I'm gonna say is, <laughs> I, I, my, my air bit had been sitting kind of dormant because I wasn't really pushing any advertisements to it. And of course, we'll talk in, in more detail away from the podcast about this. But um, yeah, you know. I wasn't really promoting it, so I wasn't really making a whole lot of sales, and I really wasn't concerned about it because this was my main focus. I put my stuff on B-Stars and just sitting stagnant, and because of the way that they've built up a community, like it's a real right. community in which folks are reposting people's blog or their, their beats, and they actually have playlists. Like it's active. It's active in there, and that's not a shot to air, but it's just that they kind of handle business in a different way. They're a standalone product that allows you to be the self-starter. On B stars, it's it's just different, and I think it's community. People feel a forward moving momentum, and that's important for people who kind of see themselves as entrepreneurs that are ever evolving. You want a platform that ever evolves with you, and uh, yeah, I've had so many sales from just my page sitting stagnant, and I'm like, how? How I hey, this is why I follow, like you know, like (laughs) I said nothing about it neither. I was just like. I ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna just let it do what it does. But um, so so you get ready to transition. So we'll we'll when we get that information, I'll, I'll plug that into the blog site so that people can see it on uh, Curtis King TV. But um, thank you so much for your time. Please leave us with some words for any music producer, any creative that is in the community that is struggling right now. And 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 just feels like their mind is overwhelmed. I mean, obviously, we can't speak to specific situations, but uh, just some words of encouragement from my friend. Uh, also, Smart Productions, a.k.a. Anaje. Yes, sir. Curtis King. First of all, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I truly appreciate it. Once again, for anybody out there, uh, rapper, music producer, any artist in general who's struggling with their mental health or uh or just struggling with um, any emotional things that they're going through, I want you to take the time to really assess and, and and think about you. Like too often we're concerned about everybody else, but it really does start with self. Like, are you taking care of yourself, mind, body, and spirit? Like we were talking about, like right. go through the checklist. Like, how do you feel? Take a deep breath in your body. What have you done spiritually for yourself? What's your passion? Like if you're a spiritual person in terms of religion, have you actually gone and invested in that? Have you, have you worshiped? Have you, you know, praised? Have you prayed? Whatever your, your method of, of spirituality may be. Right. Or if your spirituality comes through your art, like have you done it in an authentic way that's real to you? Like sometimes you don't need to be on FL or in the studio all the time. Sometimes you need to just rap freestyle sometimes you just need to play the keys just to play the keys sometimes you just need to write poetry to write poetry like whatever it is so don't always think the result has to be the product and then lastly when it comes to your mind like back to what we were talking about what are you consuming in your mind what's always being uh processed and what are your own thoughts like are you having a negative feedback loop like myself as a therapist that happens to me mm-hmm. are you having a negative feedback loop that's kind of making you doubt yourself like have you like 
lack confidence and lack the the energy to actually get things done. So check on yourselves in, in those three ways. That's, there's a reason why it's a cliche saying of mind, body, and spirit. It's because <laughs> that's what you really need to check on. Like Absolutely. those are three aspects of, 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 of us as human beings that we need to check on constantly if we're, we're trying to evolve and be better. Um, yeah. and, and through that, I think you can grow. I think you not only make amazing art, amazing music, yeah. amazing just projects in general, but you'll become a better person for it. You, you sir, are godsend. I just want to say that uh, your presence <laughs> is absolutely appreciated here. I, I don't think I've ever seen um, a, a, a conversation for our community quite like this. Not to say it doesn't exist. I have not. I just haven't seen um a conversation in, in, in this way. And so uh, I, I need this to, to be out there. I need people to understand how serious I am about making sure that we don't just talk about mental health anymore, that we don't yeah, just, just, just because, you know, we, we toss around the term so much that, that we literally put everything underneath the, the umbrella of mental health and we don't know the specifics. We don't know who to talk to. We don't know what we're going through. We don't know if what we're actually going through requires medication or doesn't require medication or requires some more, some more uh, requires prayer, as as Anajia pointed out, or requires yeah. some some moments of just, you know, letting the music be music and not be I have to make it or I have to get a placement or I have to do. Sometimes you just gotta get back with the music. That's what I have done. This is why. I'm kind of hanging up the, the the jersey for right now for selling beats because it, it you know this feels like purpose in what we're mm-hmm. doing right now. This feels like purpose. Selling beats online felt more like a business, and I and I ha- I still got love for it. I had a love for it, but now this is bigger purpose, and I know that it has the ability to serve so many people in ways that you know they'll never forget the impact this has made. I'm here for that. And if and I know I got so many peers out here that are content creators and more power to them and what they do. Um, there's just not enough of us in this space right now. So I hope that this does start off a domino effect. I don't want y'all tagging me and saying, this person's talking to somebody from mental health, all of us. I, I don't, that don't matter to me. I wanted the conversation to keep going. So I want, if anyone that I, if anything that I want to be copied, of all the stuff that y'all copy out here, this right, is the right. part that I want you to actually Start copy. this trend going. Start you know? this trend going. <laughs> and, and let's get deeper than a conversation because there are people out here who 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 don't want to hear that that they don't want to hear, dang, bro, I feel for you. Like, like just drink yeah. some or smoke we some, heard everything it. will be okay. Yeah, we heard, yeah, we heard that so many times. Yeah. So for so those of you that yeah, I'm gonna say, and for those of you that are in the community right now. Uh, just know that you're in for a treat. Thank you for believing in this idea. And also for those of you outside that are on the fence, it's all right. Go check out more information at CurtisKingTV.com. My number is on there. And and folks that call that number, they like expect some customer service. No, you're going to get customer service, but it's going to be directly from me. And it's not my <laughs> wife. It's not somebody that I'm faking as my secretary. This is me. This is me because this is lying, way y'all. too important. <laughs> he said, he ain't lying. This is way too important not to get it right. And so I need to make sure that I talk to every one of you and let you know how serious I am about this. You know, this is not a membership in which you sign up and then I disappear. I am in here every single day. Mondays now, because of Anaje's suggestion, are going to be Mental Health Mondays. Tuesdays are, I believe, uh, FL Studio and um, uh, 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 basically review 
uh, all on Zoom. We're going to go on FL Studio. You can see my screen and ask me questions and we'll get into it. Uh, I believe Wednesdays are for songwriters and for poets. So we'll, we'll trade songwriting tips with one another. Um, Thursdays, uh, I believe, what, what you, I got to go back into the schedule again because I think it's on my phone actually. Let me pull it up on my phone because I know some people maybe have missed the, uh, the meeting that we had. But I'm going to pull this up really quick right now. Um, here we go. There we go. So mental health Mondays, Tuesdays, music producer beat selling review Wednesdays, rappers and songwriters workshop. Uh, Thursday is going to be OK. I switched it up. That's an exclusive FL studio zoom and Fridays are general Q&A. Sundays are family meetings and goal setting. This is where we all meet as a community and talk to one another. But I'm committed to this. It's an everyday thing because I, I, I don't believe that I can make the biggest impact by just giving you a seven minute video and sending you on your way. We need individuals like also smart productions. And at the same time, just don't go in here. Just take it from him. If there's something that you feel like you can offer a value to someone who's been producing for a year, I know that he's open to it. So let's continue to be the community that we are of, of, of making sure that we give and and also, you know, accept support and uh, keep being the great folks that you are. Thank you for listening to today to the Curtis King podcast. In this life, you will not be full of life until you decide to live life to its fullest. Y'all have a good one.